And we're sisters, scientists, and lifelong X-Files fans. And this is We Want to Believe. All right. Welcome back. Welcome back. As we said previously, uh, this episode of the X-Files 3 has a reputation for being one of the worst episodes they ever made. And was it? Yes. Oh, no. (laughs) Yes. Um, It was real bad. Um, Really? Yeah, but I can't wait to talk about it. (laughs) Um, Is there any updates or announcements or anything we need to say uh, before we dive into the episode, before I give you your quiz slash game? Ooh, um, I've been giving people quizzes all day, so it seems only fair. Um, Yeah, Uh, I think so, right? You said you have a story, a listener story, or no? Nope. (laughs) Oh, must have dropped that. Yeah. I had a creepy Maybe dream that's, about an alien. Like you had a creepy dream about an alien? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, I don't remember. I just had a creepy dream aliens were in it. And then I woke up and went to the bathroom in the middle of the night and was afraid of aliens, um, which never happens to me. I'm never afraid of aliens. That's not one of my things. Yeah. Was it when we were little and we lived closer to corn? Yeah. Oh, yeah. After signs came out. Yeah. 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 Big time. It was terrifying. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I remember watching it with friends in high school and uh, them getting mad because one or two of them hadn't seen it before. And some of us would like start to tense up before scary would happen (laughs) because we knew what was coming. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't think so. So I'm ready to dig into some bad vampire stuff. Yeah. And I mean, as a vampire aficionado i have uh some extra vampire stuff to share cool um uh the only other thing i was gonna say is i got scared last night by something i was writing which is just <laughs> the stupidest thing i'm 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 not doing like full nanorimo, but i decided i'm gonna write a little bit each day and like oh, like cool. 50 words that's it like because nanorimo to achieve 50,000 oh if anyone doesn't know that's national novel writing month and the idea is you write 50,000 words in a month which breaks down to just over 1600 words a day which is a lot that's uh, a lot on, especially if it's on average like right you know yeah trying to do 500 words a day which is really doesn't take like, 15 20 minutes it's not a big deal yeah um but i'm writing something kind of scary Ooh. and it scared me when i had to get up and go to the bathroom and Ooh, man, is, that, that's a sign of talent. I feel like that's, that's good. It's a sign of something. <laughs> we'll say talent. Yeah. Generalized anxiety disorder. Yeah. Or... yeah a little from column A, a little from column B. Yeah. Um, and I'm realizing I actually did have more to say. Uh, I am dedicated to the idea of a spooky November because I don't really dig the right. vibe of November. Okay. And and I like Halloween. I like spooky October. Yeah. And so my goal is to start making the spookiness bleed into November. Sure. And how? Um, well, I'm listening to Ghost Story, the podcast <gasps> that Helen recommended previously. And it's Isn't so it good. Oh my God. Have you heard all of it yet? Because I haven't heard the all of it, but I've heard most of it. No, heard- no, I haven't. I'm on episode three, I think. Okay. Have you heard the Dorothy Sayers stuff in episode three? The, the, the crime fiction writer from the 30s no uh-uh no oh, 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 oh. oh my god ah okay we'll talk. Uh, just a... insane just insane like Ooh. 
yeah, I can't, I was like by myself listening to this, just like, I need to talk to someone about this. Oh so, man. Yeah. yeah um, it's, it's too bad because my, my, well, I mean, too bad is, is perhaps too strong of a word, but when I was commuting all the time, it yeah. was nice. That's when I would listen to scary stuff because when I'm like in my car, I feel very safe and secure. But when I'm like at home and the kids are asleep and I'm like cleaning and Zach is playing guitar, I like, I, or embroidering or like, you know, whatever it is I'm doing by myself. Embroidering seem like a scary task, not the act of it, but just like, that's the task you'd be doing when a ghost visits you. I right. Like. And so I don't want to listen. So yeah. So my time to listen to spooky stuff has been compromised uh, because then when I'm at work, it like is then also too much. So I listen to like the professor is in and inside higher ed and the dream. Uh, I oh, I am. I just finished listening to season three of the dream. Um, oh, how'd you get it all right away? I, I think it's done. I think it just came out this week. Oh, really? Yeah, I think it's finished now. It's got like nine episodes. Oh, oh, I didn't realize. Okay, well, I have one more to listen to then, I guess. Yeah, I think it just came out yesterday. Actually. Oh, okay, okay. Um, But those other ones do not sound like my scene. I don't want to listen to Inside Higher Ed. I, I was listening to some travel agent podcasts, and I still do sometimes, but often I'm just like, no, I can't have more things that I'm supposed to think about for money. I don't know. Yeah, no, the the difference I think is that I listen to episodes that are about like why everyone is quitting academia oh. and um, you know, I don't know, kind of like more social topics. Okay, got it. Yeah. Than like, like giving out to be a better do. professor or something. Right. Yeah, they have those, but I'm I'm yeah, those don't interest me quite as much. Um, so spooky November though, yeah. So November. I I'm listening to that ghost story podcast. Cool. I'm writing th- something spooky. Cool. And then I just wanted there to be a third thing, but I don't know what it is yet. Ah, hmm. I'll, I'll work on that. Maybe I'll have one next week. Okay. Um, so yeah, uh, that's, that's what's new with me. And I encourage anyone else who feels kind of blah about November's vibe. Be like, make it, I mean, look, time change happens, more darkness. Ooh, you know. Yeah. 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 It just makes me want to drink hot chocolate and embroider <laughs> I was just saying I've, I, I've left the part of the season where I drink apple cider and I'm now moving into hot chocolate mode yeah yeah yep yeah yep with the time change comes the hot chocolate yeah yeah um cool I think those are my okay updates yeah let's go ahead and we're gonna do a quiz okay I'm excited so, I'm ready. Um, have you seen basic instinct is it open That's- no that's just a question. No, but you know what? I want to, because I just read an article right before Halloween. I was um, looking at some sort of, I think it was probably a Ranker article about like scary movies or something. It's with Harrison Ford, right? And Michelle Pfeiffer? No. No, neither of those people. <laughs> no. Okay. Who's the whip? Um, Michael Douglas Her- and Sharon Stone. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. I, I like I get the vibes and the era. Like yeah. they're not wrong yeah i mean they're wrong (laughs) um real way they are wrong but uh no so i have not but i want to i didn't see it till i was an adult and i mean it is it is batshit insane like it is wild like cool yeah i mean it's just it's so it's like kind of the first of those like early 90s erotic thrillers 
Right. And, um, and probably also the most famous, you know? Yeah. But so I'm fairly, I've, I've seen it multiple times. I know it pretty well. And I watched this episode of the X-Files three and I thought, that is kind of the vibe they're kind of sort of going with here is that early nineties. Well, it is early nineties erotic thriller, um, which is not a vibe. The X-Files usually does. No, maybe that's because they're real bad at it. I don't know. (laughs) So I'm going to read you some statements and your question will be, is this true about basic instinct? The episode three, both or neither. Ooh. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm ready. Okay. We'll start with something very straightforward and not that exciting. Takes place in California. Mm, Both. Yes, that is correct. Okay. Three takes place in LA and Basic Instinct takes place in San Francisco. Okay. In this piece of fiction, Mm -hmm. a man with a sort of tortured, uh, upsetting event in his past who works in law enforcement suspects a woman of murder, but sleeps with her anyway, and then falls for her and tries to protect her. Ooh, I can't, I was just reading a synopsis of Basic Instinct, like I said, but clearly I got the two main characters awfully wrong, so I don't know that I retained much. Um, I'm going to say both. That is correct. Both. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> the female lead stabs someone. Ooh, both. That is correct. <laughs> it has a fun, exciting twist ending. Uh, basic instinct. Very good. <laughs> Definitely not three. Nothing oh, no. exciting about three. Oh, no. <laughs> um, the male lead mentions leprechauns. Three. Neither. I just wanted to put oh. one in there. neither. <laughs> um, I was going to was... say, how would you have gone, like, you rewatched Basic Instinct with, like, just a leprechaun filter? Leprechauns, yeah. yeah. I mean, so I guess I should say, definitely not three, and I don't think it happens in Basic Instinct, but please let me know if I'm wrong, listeners, yeah. if, if I forgot the pivotal leprechaun scene. Um, opens with a sex scene between an older man and a younger woman whose face we don't see, and uh, the man gets murdered. Both during during that both. Yes. Yes. Is Basic Instinct the one with the ice pick? Is there an ice pick? Yes. Oh, oh, that's why I was reading about it. Okay. Yeah. And finally, vampires. Three. Yes. Very good. (laughs) Very good. You got all of them right, except for the uh, leprechaun question, which is fine. Um, Yeah. So I really got this vibe. Like that's what it was aiming for. Um, And it sucks. Uh, Because basic instinct is it's kind of trashy, but in an incredibly Uh, compelling way. This is trashy in like a really irritating way. Um, Like, okay. So again, we open with an older man. He's drinking a glass of red wine and uh, he's looking out at the hills and he's talking about the fires in Malibu Canyon, which I guess there were some really bad fires in Malibu um, in 1993, which is the year before this would have been filmed, but I guess still possible. Um, And, uh, and there's a woman inside and he's kind of talking to her and being like, Oh, I can almost see the fires from here. And it's very moody and whatever. And, and he's, he's older. Um, and and you can tell she's younger, but you can't see her face that well. She's a brunette, okay. 
And, uh, and at first I was like, oh, he's hired a prostitute. But then he says, I, I don't usually do this, but when I met you at that uh, corporate party or something like that, and I'm like, oh, so she's like his coworker. I don't know. Huh. So they start making out in a hot tub uh-huh. and then you see there's a dude inside. I'm going to call that guy the father for reasons that will be revealed later. Just okay. go with it. Is he someone's father? I don't actually that's know. The Probably. reason that's going to be revealed. It's, it's not. Okay. <laughs> there is no fun twist ending. Um, right. So, uh, but it's, I, I need to call him by some name and for okay. reasons that will reveal later, I'm going to call him the father. Okay. He's got like, imagine how my hair looks on its worst day. Like if I'd been sleeping and then I just woke up and went somewhere like long brown hair, that's like real ratty and messy. And he's, I don't know, middle-aged and kind of has a crazy look in his eyes and he's getting out a syringe. Oh, and then, uh, the woman making out with the older guy in the hot tub bites him and then oh. the, uh, the father rushes in, grabs him, and they kill the guy. Okay. And so I just want to point out, which one of us has the phobia of blood and needles? Me. Which oh, one of us has no. to do both the episode blood and this episode? Me. Oh, no. Was there a lot of like... Uh... So much. Oh, so no. Much. Really? I thought it would just be like vampiric. Me too. And I was just like, are you kidding me? Why am I? No, no more needles. Um, it's okay. I didn't, I mean, you know, I cannot look and I don't really think there's any X-Files. I don't think there's any X-Files all about vomiting. Um, yeah, I don't think so. No. Although but... I'm sure there's episodes that contain vomit. Yeah. Not yeah. so much as like a trend that they're going to like zoom in on over and over. <laughs> not. What? Yeah. Um, Oh, so there's okay. All right. Yeah, I know nothing about this episode. And and I have a feeling you're gonna have questions for me that I do not have answers for. Okay. Okay. So okay. Theme song happens. And then um a little bit of a slightly compelling scene. Mulder's in the X-Files office. And uh and as you told me, right, in the last episode, the X-Files are being opened once again. Right. And so Mulder's taking down the plastic sheeting, and you can kind of see you know, around the office, there's like a trashy calendar with a woman posing with enormous power tools and he's changing it from May to November. And so it's got to be like November 94 now um, we get. And then you see that he's got like an X-File about Scully and it has some stuff in it and it's got her badge and he's very sad and he takes her cross necklace out and he puts it on. Oh, um, okay. And then the phone rings. New scene. Mm-hmm. Don't know. Okay. Um, and then Mulder is now at a crime scene in LA and it's the crime scene of, at the, the got old guy's nice house with the hot tub and all that. Right. And, um, LAPD is there and they're a little hostile and they're like, nobody called the bureau. And I don't think I delivered that line that well. I said, <laughs> it. I'm going to try that again. I don't think I have it. How would you say that? I don't know. No one called the bureau though. So he's like, okay. Why is-? and so, and Mulder's like, well, they should have. Okay, so I assume at this point, we're going to find out who that phone call was from. And I'm thinking maybe it's X because I haven't gotten an episode with X in it yet. Right. They never address it. No oh. idea. No, no idea. So no one called the Bureau and there's no follow-up to that nope. for how Mulder found the case? Nope. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. Hmm. He's there. He's looking very moody. And it's like, it's clear he's feeling really, really upset about Scully being abducted. Like. Sure. You can see how that's haunting him and everything. Um, now Mulder does say, 
Uh, so maybe, maybe this is kind of an answer. He's like, oh, there's six people dead in similar ways in two other states. And Mulder's been waiting for them to strike again. So maybe the phone ringing was incidental and Mulder just heard about this. Okay. I don't know. It wasn't the greatest writing. Um, so they kind of look around the house and all the mirrors are shattered. And oh, uh, written in blood is John 5254. Oh, huh. And. And so I'm like, and, Bible, and right? one of them, what'd you say? Bible. Bible. Yeah. Um, and so I, I was, you know, I watched this a couple of days ago and then I was kind of reviewing things today and I'm like, what exactly was it? Cause somebody either Mulder or somebody else kind of quotes it. And it's something about, oh, if you drink of my blood, you will be have everlasting life or something uh, like that. Okay. Um, but I Googled it to get it exactly right. And the first thing that comes up when you search John 5254 is a summary of this episode, which I thought was <laughs> odd. But that's because there is no John 5254. That, that quote is actually John 654. John 5254 does not exist. It is not a Bible thing. They couldn't have done some, like, that seems like a pretty easy one to, like, I mean, they got out, the right? right like what i mean it's not like they're gonna be like it's not like god is gonna be like hey copyright you can't <laughs> you know you have to make it a fake bible verse like when they yeah. have you know a restaurant that's clearly meant to be mcdonald's but isn't or a you know social media that's meant to look like facebook or something yeah oh that is so weird really weird um so so yeah we're we're getting a a vibe here that there's something kind of biblical ish going on maybe. Um, and Mulder is saying how like in, in Omaha and in mm, one other city, I'll have, I'll be reminded later. Um, uh, they've killed three people in each city and Mulder finds a needle in the pull filter, like a, like a syringe. Um, and then the LAPD guy is being kind of nice and wants to help. And Mulder's just like, I work alone and is very hostile and it's, it's clear he's upset about Scully. And then he says, I only need one thing from you. Would you like to guess what he needs from them? It is a actual object. It is a physical thing. The guy's body. No. Uh, nope. That's all I got. A phone book. <laughs> I know it's the nineties. I know he can't just Google this stuff. But again, it just seems like, so he just met up with them and everything. And all he needs is a phone book. Like, yeah. Okay. Um, and so, cause, because here's the thing, it's not like he's looking up something that he just gained this info at the crime scene. What he's doing is he's calling all the blood banks in LA. Okay. Because he suspects that whoever is doing this thinks they're a vampire and probably they'd work at a blood bank, I guess. Huh. Okay. Oh, and and so he's like, oh, I'm from HR. I have a question about your new hires, uh, W4. We need some more info. And kind of like leading them into like mm-hmm. finding out who has hired someone recently. And they're like, oh, you must mean John, the night watchman. <laughs> ha, that must be him. So he sneaks in at night to the rather well-secured giant blood bank facility. Um, and indeed finds a dude... Uh, He's drinking blood from a plastic pouch like it's a Capri Sun. Oh, God, gross. That is just like exactly what it was like. It was like a clear Capri Sun full of, full of blood. Oh, gross. That's so nasty. 
so so gross oh geez it was somewhere around here that i'm like wait this is 1994 what have they not mentioned right yeah i'm like nothing about the aids crisis like yeah um and they do mention it in a little bit but not as much as i would think yeah so so you know Mulder catches the guy puts him in police custody and he's screaming for the lights to be turned off and, oh. oh you're killing me you're killing me and it, it's you might think oh this must be the guy Liz described as the father right it's not it is the same sort of look with like longish brown hair like and uh you know and then a vaguely goth-ish uh, but he's younger he's maybe in like his 20s so um longish brown hair vaguely goth are these like Vlad Tepes wannabes like is that the long hair is that where we're going never thought about it like that but Vlad <laughs> Tepes is gonna get brought up in a way in a little bit huh okay yeah all right um, interesting so the police are very dismissive and I want to be like well LAPD early 90s I feel like ignoring this guy's cries for turning off the lights. I feel like that's the least of thing bad things they do, right? This yeah, is like yeah. years after Rodney King. So, um, how many after? That was ninety one, like, right? Ninety one, yeah, like okay. three years. After. Um, and yeah, again, I just kept like feeling like, is there going to be any sort of reference to ooh, LAPD in the nineties? I don't know. Um, so Mulder though turns on like a red light or like a light with like a red filter on it and uh-huh. now the guy can relax and now he trusts Mulder and uh he's like oh you know what we are the episode never actually uses the word vampire that's clearly a choice huh I don't know why they make it though why they make that choice I don't know as huh. I as I say about Archer why you do this why is this <laughs> um like like as if I mean yeah I don't know okay I, but they never use the word vampire but it's clearly there okay um, and so um, at this point, this guy, his name is John. He says, I don't know, apropos of nothing. He is the father. I am the son. And she is the unholy spirit. Which uh, is just, uh, so that's why I'm calling that one dude the father. Because I need to call him. Um, and also, I just feel so unamused by John's whole shtick. Mm. Like, I don't know, people who take themselves very seriously and goth, I'm not into I'm not yeah. into people taking themselves seriously anyhow, but he seems like the kind of guy that would like have some sort of snake or lizard in his apartment and think that was cool. Yeah, absolutely. That yeah. is the vibe. Absolutely. Yeah. He's like he's like a snake apartment man. Yeah. Yeah. And um and to be clear to any of our listeners who are gothish, that's cool. It's yeah. more the uh the I take myself so seriously and I say important pretentious things that sound deep. Right. And I also love snakes. Um, but uh yeah, it's that certain did we see some guy's apartment who had a snake? It, the sort of person that would have like swords on his walls yeah. and black lights or lava yeah. lamps. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I, yeah. I mean I feel like I don't know. Did I date him? <laughs> I don't think so. No, not exactly. No, but I mean like, or hang out with, like, it just sounds like somebody I would have ended up in their apartment in my early twenties or late teens and been like, God, this guy sucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything. Yeah. Really cool. Like, yeah. yeah. So that's John. I think you've basically got his number. Right. Um, and so um, she is the unholy spirit. Um, 
And so he openly admits that he murdered this dude. And he's like, well, when a snake eats a fly, it's not murder. And Mulder says, frogs eat flies. And it (laughs) kind of funny. I I think it was meant to be funny. And I liked that. There was one other line that I really liked. um, But it was, yeah, it was bizarre. Um, But yeah, you'd think the man clearly owns a snake and yet he doesn't know that. Yeah, I mean, for real. You should know that if he's a snake owner. Yeah. Um, so he's very much like, you know, oh, I'm going to live forever. Um, you know, uh, he, he's saying some things that don't make sense. He's like, I got to live forever. When I'm killing people, I see the horror in their eyes as they realize there's no afterlife. And I would suggest that maybe you see horror in their eyes because they're being murdered. Um, yeah. That yeah. seems like a reason. Um, yeah. That's not brought up. But okay, so his whole deal is there's no afterlife. What's the deal with all the Bible-ish references then? Huh. I'm asking you. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Mulder can clearly see this guy in a mirror. He's got a little mirror thing, but the guy's okay. like, you can't, <laughs> you can't see me. And, and <laughs> it doesn't seem like Mulder actually thinks the guy's a vampire, but he's humoring him. Like even Mulder. Okay doesn't believe um and he's trying to get him to reveal the names of these other two killers okay and the guy won't do it so Mulder's like the guy's in a cell where there's some like small windows with like bars and he's like look the sun's gonna come through there soon I'm gonna leave the detectives with some tinfoil and they can cover it up if you tell us the names otherwise the sun's gonna get you you know I know what kill he says something like you know I know what you are and I know how to kill you or something like that. No, that's not quite the line. I don't know. But yeah, he's like, if he wants to talk, cover the windows. So it's like a threat. And Mulder's like, he's delusional. I'm just trying to humor him. And uh, and the cops are like, okay, go to a hotel and get some sleep. Yeah. And, oh, what is happening? I just, uh, oh, what have I done? Oh, you weren't, t- I wasn't talking to you, Google. <laughs> my, phone, <laughs> my phone is trying to find me hotels. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> i i have a coworker friend named gokul you know yeah sometimes when he comes in my office i say hey gokul and then my phone is like yes <laughs> oh, no. um so so the cop tells Mulder to go get some sleep and Mulder says i don't have a hotel i don't sleep anymore which i, uh. I get that they're trying to show that he is being self-destructive because of scully being gone yeah and i also feel like haven't we seen what happens when you don't sleep in that other episode it's very bad um but like no hotel at all just to chill in yeah yeah and also like i don't know that's so unnecessarily dramatic i feel like Mulder is not that sort of person like not that like he wouldn't be not getting sleep but it's just well i don't know yeah yeah, Everyone in this episode is being their like best dramatic 14 year old, I think. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, then to my surprise, the sun burns that man alive. Oh, <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. That was neat. Um, and so I was not expecting that. I, I was not either. I, I thought they're going to show him like, maybe his finger gets a little red and there's like plausible deniability or something. And he decides to to talk, but no, he's burned alive. And so, um, 
So the doctor and Mulder are like looking at him and his body is super gross and red and horrible blisters. And um, the doctor says it could be congenital erythropoetic protoporphyria. Okay. And porphyria is referenced in, you know, one of my, one of both of our absolute favorite X-Files episodes, Bad Blood. Oh, um, oh, is that? I didn't remember yeah, that. <laughs> it's this line where Scully is listing off all the things it could be instead of vampires. And she yeah. mentions Syria. Um, I just feel like Bad Blood is the vampire episode we deserve after yeah. having had to watch three. Yeah. It's too bad because like vampires can be so great, you know? So great. Absolutely. I mean, the amount of vampire-based fiction that I have read and very much enjoyed. I mean, many, many, many books on my Kindle. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, not always. Yeah, no. So uh, so I'm going to do a little bit of science and a little bit of background talk here because I was looking up Porphyria, trying to find out how to spell it. And um, and and either Mulder or the, I think the doctor is like, look, people with, so porphyria, you have photosensitivity. Um, and they're like, yeah, you get small second degree burns. You don't get fourth degree burns that kill you. Right. Like, you don't get set on fire. Right. Yeah. Um, and it can cause a, a hema deficiency. Okay. Do you know what heme is or heme or something? H-E-M-E? Heme. Heme. Yeah. I know it's related to like, oh, shoot. You know that word that starts with heme. I can't think of it now. Hemoglobin. Oh, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Heme is like the the active part of hemoglobin. Hemoglobin is the whole protein complex. Heme is um, the part where the binding of oxygen actually occurs. And it's in blood. Yeah. Yep. Red blood. Red blood cells. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and erythro that refers to red blood cells. And what about poetic? Because I checked this. It is actually, yeah. that's the word. And I was like, surely not. Yeah, it's um, uh, erythro, I think it said more like uh, poetic. Like erythro- okay. poetic. Yeah, it is spelled with an I in there. And I mean, I was writing fast. So oh, yeah, yeah. Erythropoietic or erythropoiesis. So erythropoietin is a hormone that stimulates red blood cell development. So like erythrocytes are red blood cells. Erythrocytes is what uh, tells our body to make them. Okay. Okay. The hormone. Mm -hmm. Very good. Um, Yeah, real words. Um, So the doctor also says, and yeah, the heme deficiency can be helped with small injections of blood. And I was like, no. No. And indeed, no. Um, <laughs> yeah, it does sound like, so I looked it up and it said like, the treatments are like, avoid the sun, don't drink, and get injections of heme. Right. So yeah. Maybe that, they just kind of made that jump. But yeah. the guy kind of made it sound like, you know, like you're just getting somebody else's blood like as an injection. I don't know. Well, I mean, I mean. I guess it's not that different than a blood transfusion. So right. why, is, why does that not weird me out? The difference is that there's, as far as I'm aware, no reason to inject small amounts of blood. So if you're, if you're injecting heme, you're injecting the component that the red blood cells need. If you're getting whole blood, then you're supplementing 
what they have because they have some sort of deficiency. Um, but there would never be any reason to inject small amounts of whole blood. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's not Good. a thing as, as far as I am aware. Cool. Good. Yeah. Also, one of the treatments for a different uh, type of porphyria uh, involves that you have to eat a lot of carbs in a high calorie diet. And I was like, <laughs> okay, that wouldn't be the worst news in the world if yeah. I had that. I mean, no, I don't want, I meant if right. I were a person that had that, I'd be like, well, that is a treatment I can get behind. Right. One of the treatments I saw for this though, did say there, um, there can be therapeutic blood draws, which is effectively like bloodletting um, to reduce the iron in the liver. I was on the like clevelandclinic.org or whatever. Like it seemed like a real site, huh. um, but it sounded like the middle ages. Interesting. Yeah. I, I don't know anything about that. Um, I do want to say though, um, porphyria, is that what the children are or the girl is theoretically supposed to have in the movie, The Others? Oh, I bet she is. I yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. It is more common in children, I read. So oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, so uh Mulder or maybe the no, the doctor says por- porphyria is what led to the vampire myths in Asia in the Middle Ages. Um that's possible. Hey, yeah, I mean, the thing is, it's extremely uncommon. So it's yeah. hard to imagine that that would create any sort of widespread myth. It's given- far more likely that tuberculosis contributed to it. Um, what about this? Because yeah. I have some vampire... So I spoke to a historian who studied uh, vampires. Um, Doc? It is my husband. Oh. Um, <laughs> what did you say? I said Jacques. Oh, oh God. No, like a real one. Um, Jacques is our vampire man in Paris that is crazy. Um, he's not a vampire man anymore. He's been, yeah. he's, he's our former vampire man. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't recommend having museums in your apartment as a, as a sweeping no. statement. I feel like <laughs> people making. <laughs> yeah. Or like, I don't know. It, I feel like maybe we'll save the stories about Jacques for some sort of bonus episode. Um, yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. They are numerous. Yeah. And are, um, yeah. But tuberculosis. Um, yeah. There's some thought because it would cause um, bloody sputum. And so people would end up with um, blood around their mouths. It also causes um, rapid weight loss and night sweats and, um, are vampires known to be sweaty at night? No, I was just listing tuberculosis symptoms. <laughs> <laughs> I started reading your thing and it was really good, but I have to read more of it. I've only read like three pages. Oh, okay. Thank and you. Back to the podcast. <laughs> um, I, I studied tuberculosis for those who aren't aware. Yes. Um, so, uh, oh, so it can cause bloody sputum. So it can make like... Um, you have blood around your lips. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of times, uh, if there was a an outbreak of tuberculosis, it could be thought that there was a vampire in the vicinity because of um, it causes extreme pallor. So um, it makes people super, super pale and weak oh. and lose weight. Um, so that this would be associated with it. A lot would have, like what happens to Lucy in Dracula. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. so, yep. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. 
this also is all like the right time period um it was me and the the historian i was speaking to um uh so adam my husband yeah yeah <laughs> not not jacques the crazy guy um uh, he did some research on vampires and did a presentation on it at the university last year. And there's a lot of talk of how like the like modern concept of vampire really didn't come about until the mid 1700s when the Austro-Hungarian empire expanded and they sent out more people into Eastern Europe. And then it was around the time of like scientific revolution was over. It's the age of enlightenment. And they were like, we're getting a lot of firsthand eyewitness reports, which is like data that these things are real. These walking dead Maybe it is, huh. and they bring those stories back to like Vienna and discuss them and be like, "Can we solve this with science and explain it, or is it real?" Um, huh. Interesting. And so the idea kind of spread from there, and like the first like vampire fiction and stuff starts coming out about like between fifty and a hundred years after that. Oh, cool. Huh. Um, Interesting. Yeah. 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 Neat. What I really was to like trying to like drill down on and then like understand as I was like, okay, but how do all these Eastern Europeans have these legends? Where are those coming from? And I feel like right. TV or whatever. What yeah. I really wanted, what I was trying to force Adam into saying was maybe they're real. Um, <laughs> but he didn't say it and didn't even seem to notice that that's what I really wanted to happen. <laughs> so, so yeah, so. I don't know about vampires in the middle ages and I really don't think it makes any sense for porphyria. And I'm glad you agree yeah. with me. Yeah. Um, Mulder says to the doctor, can they be real? Oh my God. What's wrong with me? He mentions the word vampire right then. Oh. They don't say it otherwise. Okay. Um, Mulder says, can they be real? And then this was my favorite quote of the episode. The doctor is in this one scene and he says, you are really upsetting me on several levels. And this is great. Um, and then they discover that there's an ink stamp burned onto the skin of the dead guy, okay. um, burned by the heat, and they can't quite make it out. And so the doctor brings over like a lamp and holds a lamp to it, and that makes it sort of appear. And the guy says, it's an old coroner's trick <laughs> to make stamps appear. I don't know. Um, I'm but friends with some, some coroners. I'm going to have to ask them. Ask them. And if they don't know it, it's probably because they're not old coroners. No, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Mulder's able to read the stamp, figure out what club it went to and go to that nightclub. And it's Club Tepish. Oh, um, God. And there is a big picture of Vlad Tepish on the wall. Um, it's that's like, so it's weird. like on the cover of the historian, you know, like yeah. with the furs and the mustache and the long brown hair yeah um, yeah so that is interesting that they all have the same hair because we're about to meet another character with the same hair no kidding yes although um, if i remember correctly vlad tepish's hair is more similar to mine than yours like i remember i think he's got some curl to it right yeah i think he did these ones have yeah. straighter hair um okay. speaking of your hair and my hair um yeah. i have very frustrating conversation with some people last week oh. in which two out of the three of them claim I have black hair. Oh, that's so annoying. It's just wrong. Yeah. 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 Now one of them was Adam. Um, oh no. <laughs> yes. He has long maintained that my hair is black and I've said, no, no, my sister's hair is black. Well, technically Helen's hair is almost black uh, yeah. or maybe she hasn't, you know, I'm like, but it, Helen's is basically black. Mine yeah. is brown. And he'll be like, no, yours is black. Hers is black. I'm like, but they're not the same color. You acknowledge that. And he said, yes, yours is light black. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so I tried huh. to say that's gray. Yeah. That's what light black means. Um, I actually have something to say scientifically about this. Um, so he's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's, it's frustrating because we, when we talk, when we, when I teach my students about like our sensory organs, so our mm-hmm. eyes, ears, mm-hmm. nose, you know, um, we talk about like our senses and sensory information, but how that's different from perception, that perception, like the way that we perceive our, the information coming through our sensory organs is coming from a different part of our brain. And so it's going to be different than what is, what the sense is. So we can, that's how like some people can see like that, you know, the classic uh, white and gold dress. Oh yeah. Yeah. Blue and black dress. It, 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 so I wanted to ask if this idea I had, if this is an example of it or not. Yeah. I was thinking about how um, one time, I don't remember where I was, but I smelled a smell that was like, kind of like urine, but also like air freshener. It wasn't a good smell, but happy. And so I I took it in as like, this is a good smell. And I realized it's the smell of an airplane bathroom. And (laughs) I, it made me feel like I was on my way to Europe. Um, Sure. Uh Uh-huh. Is Uh, that the same idea of like the sense and then the perception of the sense or is that too many steps removed? No, that's different. So that's more um, how we have a lot of our um olfactory so smelling nose stuff um being tied into our memory um so there's there's a lot of connections between um memory and smell so like like your example or like when i smell this orange smell um from bath and body works it makes me feel like i'm in the dorm showers like that mm-hmm. sort of thing yeah right? yeah i had some um, like what i'm talking about is exactly this that or like how, you know, I'll see a skirt and be like, oh, that's a nice brown skirt. And someone else would be like, oh, it's it's army green. And I'll be like, yeah. no, that's clearly brown. And someone yeah. else will be like, no, that, you know, like those sorts of things. Is it kind of like, okay, and maybe I should just be like, no, it's just like the example you gave. I don't need to press this. <laughs> but would it be like, okay, let's imagine I'm at a park. And there's some dogs and there's a dog near me and then it's a lab. And then there's another lab farther away. My eyes go large lab, small lab, and my brain goes close lab, far lab. Is it the being able to interpret the like visual data of knowing that dog is far away? I don't know. Um, I don't, I don't know if that is regulated in the same manner or not. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of another example. Like other than sight. Or... Yeah. I mean, another... I, guess I, I mean, I've had like, there's songs where I clearly yeah. hear the lyrics as one thing and somebody else hears the lyrics as something else. Kind of. Yeah. Those sorts of things or, um, or just, I mean, that seems more like just being able to tell what someone is saying. Um, but like, smells I think it can happen to like oh like okay here's here's a story that doesn't make me look good um if we want one of those uh there's this weird implication that I've already told stories that don't make me look good (laughs) and I don't think I have but no that's not what I meant (laughs) all right Liz we'll trade (laughs) 
That's not what I meant. I don't know what I meant. <laughs> All right. So anyway, go on uh, on with the you not sounding good though. Yeah. Um, when I was in junior high or high school, I got home from school and walked in the house um, and I smelled tuna. <laughs> you I know where this is going. Do you know where it's going? <laughs> um, been a vegetarian since she was four or five, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I think I was five. Yeah. Um, and I am very not chill about the smell of tuna. It is one of my least favorite smells. Um, and so I came in and again, I'd like to stress that I was young. Yes. This, when this you're young, a- you can't smell things properly. No, 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 no. I mean, no, my, the fact no, that I ran upstairs crying. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, I said, is that tuna? And our stepdad Barrett, uh, was at home and he, he is, has a very typically Dutch dry, sarcastic sense of humor and just went, yes. And that's when I ran upstairs crying. Um, it was popcorn though. It was just that popcorn. Was perfect example of this. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so most people would have walked in and, uh, recognized the smell of popcorn. I smell too. Yeah. 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 That's okay. Yeah. So this frustrates you with respect to the hair, because yes. to me, it sounds like an argument that maybe we're just interpreting hair colors differently and neither one of us is right. And I don't, me and Adam, and I don't like that conclusion. I want to be right. Obviously. Yeah. Same. I mean, yeah, that so and also that I'm right. What? How do we prove that I'm right? Um, I don't know. I mean, we like, there's no way with science to no, prove. No, I don't think, I mean, we could do some sort of, uh, I don't know. There, I'm sure there's some way to measure values of color using some sort of machine, but I don't, I mean, I don't know. Problem is like what color things are in different light also mm-hmm. changes. And my hair is black in the dark. Like, yeah, I mean, he's, he's flat out wrong about this. He's wrong. Yeah. yeah your hair is not black. Um, maybe we can have people vote you know it's the same thing too I call people blonde a lot Mm, because I do have such dark hair so I mean I would call Adam blonde would he agree yes yes he's blonde oh okay all right well there we go um (laughs) but you know I I have called people blonde and have them been like brown hair and to me my hair is so dark I see someone so maybe that's blonde. why he's confused because yeah. he's blonde, that yeah. any darker than like medium brown looks black to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so far so much darker than his own. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to be like, look at the rich mahogany tones. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'm really glad we're talking about your appearance because it's about to be very relevant. Oh, okay. In Club Tepish. And, uh, he sees a woman looking in a, like putting on makeup, using a compact with no mirror in it, um, which is just, I don't know, intolerable. I just, I have such a low tolerance for self-serious goths. I mean, I know that's partially my own background. Um, Yeah. 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 Not not just my own high school experiences, but also, uh, I, I guess I should, the, boyfriend of a dear friend of mine in college 
Oh, I was thinking of your ex-boyfriend. Oh, I mean, sure. Obviously him. But um, again, I was like 15. I don't yeah. you know, but it left me with a strong anti-dating goths. Serious goths. Serious, serious goths. Yeah. Well, I don't think I could date anyone who wears black velvet. I mean, I think that's fair. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's fine for all. Especially because you're like, you know, 41. Yeah. So like. And, yeah. and I mean, and, and thank God that like, okay, Adam doesn't care about clothes at all. And sometimes it'd be like, oh, you know, I want to like dress up. And he's like, I want to wear a t-shirt. And, you know, it's like, oh, that's cool. That's your way. It'd be neat if yeah. you were more in clothes. Nope. Not if it meant he might be in black velvet. Mm-hmm. The only person who should be wearing black velvet is Prince, in my opinion. The only man. And and, and he died. So there were none. So yeah, no one and else. I don't actually mean that rock stars sure do what you will no I just friends i disagree okay or what harry about styles oh. harry styles can do it okay what about steven tyler <sighs> i'd accept that okay all right so there's a few exceptions people could apply yeah. for exceptions maybe yes yeah to me. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah um <laughs> i'd like to mention leprechauns um when i was 15 oh yeah and- dating this goth uh he wore a top hat a lot it wasn't a good look i'm also strongly anti-top hat and um what about on leprechauns well we talked about helen do you remember this plan because helen is six and a half so you would have been 10 nine or ten something like that yeah yeah Uh we discussed a plan not actually going to be implemented in which helen would be dressed like a leprechaun and would dart out of the bushes and grab his top hat and run away with it Uh, (laughs) and uh now that i'm thinking of this now i think the best plan would have been to do that and then for me to like throw a bright green top hat back to like pretend i turned it bright green and now he is only left with like a happy color top hat like that's what i'd want to do now if i were to do this <laughs> i mean i think he lives in california <laughs> oh. <laughs> i don't know if he still wears a top hat though yeah, um, i'm probably too busy probably anyway <laughs> i like the idea though that that's what would be stopping <laughs> us from doing this is just our schedules yeah so. yeah i've got um, too meetings lately yeah um so so okay so so she looks like you basically oh um, she she's very pale with black hair that's okay maybe about your length or a little longer um oh, she looks like you you know i mean not to a creepy degree but you know sure. similar features um and she's kind of dressed i don't know normal-ish and she's like oh are you gonna ask what a normal person like me is doing in a place like this oh. and i well i hate her yeah um, i would never say that no, you wouldn't, because I mean, you might say that you yourself are asking yourself that. Sure. Why am I here? I mean, because it was very—I don't know. You know how clubs on TV shows are always not very full. Like you yeah. can just tell, like this mm-hmm. is. It was. It was one of those vibes, but with a big, giant picture of Vlad Tepish. I would not go to that bar. No. No. So she orders two red wines, and she says to Mulder, "You've lost someone, not a lover." a friend because oh. she has i don't know vampire's intuition yeah um, that's weird yeah and i also feel like i don't know it's one of those like psychic trickery things where you think if you say something vague enough it'll apply to anyone yeah like who can't be like 
you know, think of someone who would match that, right? Yeah. Like there's like, yeah, I can, you know, yeah. like immediately, yeah. right? Yeah. Right. Um, and, uh, and Mulder kind of glances in her purse and sees she's got a syringe in there. <laughs> um, and he okay. starts that John 52, 58, whatever fake Bible verse, 50, whatever it was, doesn't matter. 52, it's 54. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mulder starts it and she finishes it. And then she's like, um, you're afraid of me. I take the life of others. So she's acting like a vampire, I guess. And then we see the father. Okay. Um, he's watching them from across the bar. Um, and uh, and she's just like, I don't know, saying a lot of really pretentious things. And it's supposedly mm-hmm. like a sexually charged sort of conversation, but it wasn't. It was boring and dumb. Uh, um, yeah. And then she uses a syringe to prick her finger which i am not happy about having seen okay and then tries to get Mulder to lick it and finally um there's a reference to aids and he's like aids aren't you afraid and she says i wish i could die and i wrote i hate her i wish she could too <laughs> yes yeah likewise lady yeah. um her name is Kristen, so i shall be referring to her as Kristen because that is her name um, um so she goes and she finds some other guy to lick the blood off her finger that's so dumb that's so, so dumb. dumb it's so dumb and gross and not i mean not yeah. vampiric at all either like no, it's no. kind of the opposite yeah mm-hmm well, Anne Rice vampires, in order to become a vampire, you have to drink from a vampire. Like they have yeah. to bite you, you have to almost die, and then you have to drink a bunch of their blood and kind of back yeah. and forth. Um, like blood seesaw. Yeah, thing. yeah. I'm um, nodding like like, well, sure, that's how that's that's how they're made. Yeah, of course. That is exactly how you were nodding. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, that is in other books too, was okay. the nodding. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. I think honestly, I think that. Anne Rice. I read. I mean, I read Twilight. Twilight was awful. I, that doesn't belong in this conversation. No, thank you. Yeah. Um, but I. Read it. Yeah, and then uh, I read most of. I read all the '90s Anne Rice books, and then I read The Historian, and I've read Dracula, and so I feel like the ones that had the most actually making someone into a vampire are the Anne Rice books. Um, Did you never read the? southern vampire mystery the suki stackhouse true blood i never did i never did i know you told me i should read a certain number of them yeah oh you start you should start at i can't remember if it's book three or four okay or maybe just book two i'm gonna have to ask my friend molly okay (laughs) um so i read a lot of vampire fiction yeah i mean it's good good i mean it's vampires are my favorite monster and i mean I want to make it clear, like when I talk about, oh, we're going to do a vampire-based trip or we're going to, you know, whatever. I always picture I'm going to hunt vampires because mm. I don't want to like, like if they're a little seductive, that's fine, whatever. But I right. really mostly want them to be scary. I yeah. don't want a twilight vampire who, oh, can only be in darkness because he's too sparkly. That yeah, does not no. absurd. I, I feel like, no, I, I maintain what I said before. Twilight should not even be a part of the discussion because it, really it, it does a whole back yeah yep yeah um but yeah i uh i think i I like the idea of of hunting them yeah but which is weird to say because i'm pretty anti-hunting so yeah well it's different it it is a little different (laughs) yeah (laughs) 
get my camo. And, uh, oh, it's the first day of the season. <laughs> I'm heading to Eastern Europe. <laughs> um, so then they go to Mulder follows as Kristen goes with this dude who sucked the blood off her finger. Mulder follows behind them in a car and they go to 8428 Melrose Avenue. And I don't know why they shared that address, but oh. I wrote it down because it turns out it is in the same neighborhood that me and Adam just stayed in when we were in LA recently. Oh, no kidding. We walk by it. Um, Whoa. Nice neighborhood. It's, it's like near, like partially like Beverly Hills. Like oh. it's nice. Um, but there's like, on the show, it looks kind of desolate, and there's a restaurant called Ra, like R A, and it shows uh, the like Egyptian god. Sure. And Mulder says, "The father, the son." Oh. And, and at this point, right now in real time, I'm realizing I'm spending so much time talking about this terrible episode. <laughs> I just feel like I have so much to say, and I really want everyone listening to understand how bad it was so i mean we've taken a lot of ta- tangents as well yeah. i mean yeah yes yeah, it's a terrible episode but we didn't have to discuss sensory perception and my hair color um we did, but yeah right yeah right. yeah but it didn't count to- yeah that's fair yeah um so so Mulder's watching her and the guy and they're like making out and it seems like there might be blood involved like all over and then you see another car pull up and it's kind of going to be clear that it's the father. Yeah. Um, and then the dude that she's with comes outside and shouts and punches Mulder and says, I don't know who you are, freak, but we're two consenting adults, which was <laughs> kind of an awesome line. Yeah. Um, and so Mulder is inside and he's like, oh, no, no, I'm sorry. Mulder's, Mulder's been punched. He's outside. Dude who said that goes back in and he's looking for Kristen and he can't find her. Um, and then the father comes in and kills him. Okay. And so uh, Mulder then is on the, see, it's like the next day he's on the scene with like forensics and he sees, oh, broken mirrors. Oh, there's the stupid contact or, or compact with no mirror. And he sees a big giant, like industrial size can of raspberry sauce dripping and realizes that's actually what they were doing was licking enormous amounts of raspberry sauce off each other. Not blood. <laughs> huh. Um, we're we're two consenting adults we can lick raspberry sauce yeah yeah. in in you know alarming like like a pink gallon gallon sort of size well i guess that's any gallon is the same size (laughs) um and so Mulder has like a a forensic dentist which sounded like your sort of scene yeah yeah um the bites on him were done by three different people which was curious to me because I'm like, all right, John is dead. Right. The, the son. And then I'm like, is it then Kristen and the father? Okay. And I was confused. Um, so then we got like Mulder doing research and he finds out that Kristen, her last name is Killar. Oh like, my God. Yeah. And so she lived in both Portland and Memphis, which is the towns where the other two killings happened. So he's like, she's the unholy spirit. Right. Like, yeah, obviously. Okay. (laughs) So he goes to her fancy apartment and they have a warrant and he finds a huge ass box of veterinary needles um, and a snake bite kit thing to extract poison, but it's all bloody. Um, Yeah. Um, And oh God. Yeah. I forgot about this part. This, I, he looks in her oven And he sees like a, like, 
it looks like like a hoagie roll with like like something inside it like raspberry sauce maybe okay and he immediately knows what's going on and he says to the cops she's gone she's not coming back and i'm like did i just see a sandwich what (laughs) is happening um and so then it's like 2 a.m and Mulder is in her apartment and she comes back and he's like they're after you aren't they i'm you know special agent fox Mulder, and he's so he says that biting bread filled with blood is an eastern european tradition for protection oh yeah i did only the most cursory amount of research on this but i feel confident it's not true i i and maybe it is maybe i'll look up more and it is but I was just like, I'm at, so, so what I believe what we saw in the oven was bread filled with blood that she just had waiting around huh. uh-huh. and she didn't eat it. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Like you do. I, I mean, being partially Eastern European ourselves, I, I feel like that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we um, certain, look, we've heard about like the scary traditions of our people like yeah. the super pizza, you yeah. know which is I a flop with human eyes and it's a type of witch and you have to cross your fingers and toes so it doesn't get you in the night yes um and uh i've <laughs> my kids have been watching a lot of vampirina lately so is there any blood hoagies no you know what i this morning they were watching it and uh there, there's no blood at all and like yes it's a children's cartoon but why are they vampires they have sharp teeth they like but but why what are they using Did they ever for? show them eating yeah they eat like weird like spooky stuff like eyeball soup and stuff um okay. they never discuss where those eyeballs come from hmm. um and also there <laughs> i have sent my friend melanie too many texts about the fact that um their chef is a skeleton and as an osteologist i just have a lot of questions about how he's standing and why his bones are shaped the way they are um and i realize these are unanswerable questions but i have a lot of thoughts about vampirina vampirina lore i bet there's a community (laughs) well like okay I'm sorry, I have to. But mm-hmm. in the theme song, um, she said something about like a maybe blue with pointy teeth. Mm-hmm. Um, and like she is blue, her and her family are. Mm-hmm. But then it's like I always took until I realized what she was saying in the theme song. Your hair looks nice, by the way. Good, good. That's what we're going for. Um, in the theme song, or I always thought like the blue was like to signify how pale they were. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but she mentions being blue. And so it's like, what, the people of Pennsylvania are so stupid that they can't tell that you're blue and have pointy teeth. And, and like, we also have relatives hailing from Pennsylvania and they're not that stupid. I know. And I am I am offended on behalf of both Pennsylvanians and Eastern Europeans that they have gotten so many things wrong. This You should write in. I should write in. Podcast should start a letter writing campaign. (laughs) (laughs) We could make a real difference. (laughs) More blood drinking in this children's program, please. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) do they sleep in coffins? No, they have beds. 
and they can be out in the daytime. Like, there's nothing. At what point is it? Uh, is a vampire even a vampire at that point? You know exactly. Yeah, yeah. these are the philosophical questions. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking for answers to. Yeah, have you watched what we do in the shadows? No, but people keep telling me to. You're right. It's really okay. It's okay. Really good. Just okay. What's it on? Hulu. Hulu. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. No, okay. Really so let's okay. wrap this up. Blood let's wrap this up because it's going to get real stupid. So Mulder is like, she's protecting herself with this red blood. Sure. Um, and so he's like, they're going to try to kill you. And they're kind of, you know, dancing around the vampire word and, you know, not really saying it. And uh, it's all very meant to be sexual again, but really stupid. Um, mm-hmm. He brings up Memphis and Portland. And uh-huh. like, hey, you lived there. So like, I kind of get this lady. I don't understand why he was like, she must be the killer. This is where she lived. Oh, but she's got bread filled with blood. So actually I need to protect her. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. So she explains like she had a very bad childhood. She was beaten by her dad and then her mouth was filled with blood and she realized she was alive and then she met john and the son and he also bit her or he beat her and then they like got into blood stuff um and then uh she lost him unclear what that means i don't know maybe in like a walmart um and (laughs) um so she moved around the country to avoid him and he followed her to memphis and portland so the implication is the murders happened there by John. She didn't do it. Yeah. And she know. needed protection from him. Yes. Yeah. So Mulder huh. says, you know, John's dead. Yes. Yeah. Burned him up. And she's like, oh, well, I'm not, I'm not going to go into protective custody. I'm fine. Then without John, they're not going to come for me. Then Mulder is shaving. Okay. Like you do when you're staying at a person's new place and you have real good priorities. Oh, um, he's and staying at her apartment yes it's like the middle of the night and he's gonna shave he's with her in her apartment and there's no mirror so she shaves him with a straight razor and it's like oh is he is she gonna cut his neck oh my god i don't know it was really dumb and then they sleep together no older your voice is doing that thing mine did where you got too high in indignation when you told me that I might commit mass murder under the right circumstances. Um, I am very indignant. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, look, listen, I get that Scully is kidnapped or whatever, and he might be feeling self-destructive, but like, you gotta have some standards, right? Like, come right. on, man. Right. It's not like, like even sleeping with that awful British woman who is his friend and the yes. episode would be better than this absolutely yes yeah. yes so who's looking in through the window while they have sex the father no john he's alive no kidding yeah um so Kristen like gets up in the night while Mulder is sleeping and john is in the house and he's like grabbed her and he's like we come back it worked um <laughs> there is no explanation of like how'd he get out of the morgue in the little drawer or whatever i don't know <laughs> and uh and so he gets a knife and he really wants Kristen to kill Mulder because, let me see if I'm saying this right, Mulder believes in them being vampires. So she needs to drink the blood of a believer in order to become a vampire herself because she isn't one. Huh. Okay. She doesn't want to kill Mulder, but, well, we're not sure. And so she goes in and she's got a big old knife, 
like a big butcher knife and she's like Mulder you gotta go and she's got it behind her back and then Mulder's like getting up to go and she gets at the knife and she suddenly is like stab 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 of this guy standing in the shadows and the father was there all along and you couldn't see him and so she stabs him a bunch okay that I guess um and then John comes in and John attacks and Mulder and John fight and Mulder restrains him and uh, Mulder has some blood on him, I guess. Maybe got hurt in the fight. Kristen's all out of it. They get in the car. They're going to leave. Another woman jumps onto the roof of the car and drags Mulder out of the car. Who is this woman? I guess she's the ho- the Holy Spirit, the unholy spirit. Oh. She's got the same hair as everyone else in this episode. Huh. And... We've never seen her before. It does not feel like a big reveal. It feels like, oh, there's some lady here now. And um, Kristen hits the woman with her car and there's a wooden stick pointing out of the wall that as she hits the woman, the woman gets impaled on the wooden stick. Um, (laughs) And so Mulder's like, we got to go. The Malibu fires are coming. And so Kristen's like, well, I won't leave without John. We can't leave him here to die in the fires. Why? Ironic because the next move is Okay, I don't look. I just watched this, and yeah. I watched it multiple times. So I'm telling you, this is all I've got. Sure. Mulder goes in the house to get John. Yeah. Kristen drives away in the car. Oh. Next scene, Mulder, because his car he left somewhere else down the okay. road. Mulder is down at his own car. Okay. Kristen is in the house. She goes back into the house, and she's pouring gasoline all over, and she's gonna light it on fire and kill them all. And John's like, you can't kill us. You're not one of us. And she's like, well, I'm going to become one of you. I tasted the blood of a believer of Mulder. And he's like, yeah, but you haven't taken a life. And she's like, well, I'm going to, I'm going to take my own and all of ours. And so she throws down a match. Okay. A little bit of science or maybe just thinking about science as a field that we know exists. Yeah. She's poured gasoline on the floor. Uh Uh-huh. Drops a match. Mulder is a block away at the car. And he sees the biggest fucking <laughs> fireball. This enormous <laughs> explosion. Like like an oil tanker exploded or something. Like, like this huge, massive explosion that completely destroys the house. Um, and, uh, and Mulder sees it from a distance. And then we go, and I should mention what Mulder's been wearing for all of this. It is black pants, a white button down, unbuttoned most of the way, and Scully's cross. Just so uh. you know, and so um oh my gosh he goes and he talks to the firefighter and um he says you know did you find bodies and they're like yeah there were four bodies but they were you know burned beyond recognition and Mulder kind of looks at the cross and that's the end of the episode oh my god that's so bad <laughs> i thought oh we're going to see a reveal that they're not really dead yeah or something i mean yeah. i thought a lot of things it was terrible oh it was, man it was so self-serious it was like oh it was like trying to be a 90s erotic thriller with really irritating pretentious vampires oh man that's awful well thank you for taking one for the team yeah <laughs> watching that literally yeah um Ooh, what's next <laughs> up next is one breath when oh. they find scully yeah, his face shows the right expression, which is, oh, I'm going to get a really good episode again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's after that? Oh, that's a good question. 
Um, uh, what is next after one breath is Firewalker, which that sounds familiar, but I don't I don't remember what that is. Yeah, I feel like I I think I, I mean it's like another active Mulder and Scully going somewhere one. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't. I I don't remember anything terrible. No, I think I mean I'm sure it'll be better than what I just watched. Yeah, like, I think it would have to be. I think literally any other episode would be. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Huh. Well, thank you for your service. You're welcome. It was. I mean, it was a treat to spend a lot of time talking about how much I hated it. Um, <laughs> and like I said, there was a little bit of good stuff with Mulder being sad and like two yeah. lines that I didn't hate. So. Wow, man. Yeah. Did we get like some like shirtless David Duchovny? Not entirely. Oh uh, yeah, maybe. I, but like, I think he was shirtless while she was shaving him. So it's like, uh, I can't even, I can't appreciate dumb. it. I'm so annoyed. You yeah. know, it's just like, mm. yeah. I felt oh, so bad. irritated by the reveal that it's like, surprise other brunette lady. You know, <laughs> like. But yeah, you should watch Basic Instinct because it's ridiculous. It's, I mean, it's, it's quality trash. Like it's, okay. it's just. Yeah. Let me say this as a novelist, I really enjoy it because one of the ideas is that the way these murders happen are things that she wrote about in her books. And oh, so it's like, could she be, she couldn't be stupid enough to murder someone in the way she wrote about in her books. But what if she's doing that because she knows that's what people will think. <laughs> and so I mean that it's just bananas. I love it. So wow. yeah. That's awesome. Well, yeah. great. Well, uh rate, review, subscribe, send us your spooky stories. Um we want to believe pod at gmail.com and we want to believe pod on Instagram. Yep. And you can uh DM us on Instagram if that's easier. Um and until next week. Okay. Okay. <laughs>